Welcome. You are listening to the Bowman Wealth Group's Financial Compass Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you successfully navigate to and through your retirement. Our financial compass process goes beyond traditional holistic financial planning. We care as much about you and your lifestyle as we do about your plan. Your hosts are Bowman Wealth Group financial advisors who, for more than two decades, have provided financial leadership for those they serve. Hello, this is Marcos Lemus, and I'm a financial advisor at Bowman Wealth Group in Roseville, California, and you're listening to the Your Financial Compass podcast. If this is your first time listening, thank you for tuning in. And if you've listened to our podcast before, welcome back. We appreciate your support. Thank you guys for tuning in. If there's anything that sticks out and resonates with you today, uh, anything you have questions about uh, or comments, uh, feedback, you know, we welcome all of that. Please reach out to us at our email address. It's the best way to get in contact with us. That is ask at bullmanwealth.com. That's A S K at bullmanwealth.com. So every episode we focus on a different topic or some commonly asked questions or common concerns. And today we have a special focus on what some would call the forgotten generation, um, the group of people sandwiched between the baby boomers and millennials. Uh, Well, we certainly did not forget about you, but today we're going to focus on Generation X, Um, or anyone born in the years 1965 to 1980. You know, these are individuals that are nearing retirement or they've maybe got another 10, 15, 20 years left of working, working years ahead of them. So again, these are some helpful tips uh, to keep in mind. They're not just for Generation X, although it's kind of applicable a little bit closer in terms of their time horizon. But Uh, These are really key things for everyone to be aware of, regardless of where you are in your accumulation years. So um, if you're a Gen Xer, if you're in Generation X, you might be starting to think about how you are going to transition into retirement, you know, and what that looks like. There's, it's such a big move in a lot of different ways. And not only does it require you to completely reimagine and rethink, you know, how your daily life looks in retirement, you get to you know, spend more time on the hobbies, the things that you love, your loved ones. Um, you know, you're not going to work every day, so uh, your schedule is going to look a little bit different. But it also requires you to take a critical look at, you know, your finances and really understand uh, how to execute um, and maintain a, a retirement lifestyle with all these assets that you've accumulated uh, for all these working years. So chances are you've been contributing to a retirement account of some kind, a qualified account. Um, something like a 401k, 403b, 457, uh, an HSA, or, or some other similar retirement account uh, through your employer. You know, assuming and knowing that someday it's going to pay off. You know, when you retire and you stop working, but how exactly will it do that? What does it look like? When you're in your working years and you're contributing, it's pretty straightforward, right? You you make sure that you save. Uh, you're investing well by by contributing. It just comes out of your paycheck, kind of out of sight, out of mind in most cases. However, having a funded retirement account is one thing, right? But making sure those accounts are set up for success and ensuring they can be utilized the right way efficiently uh, in retirement is a completely different thing um, on its own. So uh, we're going to dive into a a couple of key areas today with respect to Generation Xers. But again, this is good and helpful tips for everyone. You know, as these Generation X uh, individuals are gearing up for retirement. Uh, a couple things that we want to focus on today. 
One, we're going to go over retirement accounts and the risk of ignoring them. And we'll, we'll get into what that means, what that it's referring to. And how do you know if your investments are aligned properly with your goals? What does that mean? So uh, let's jump right into it. Okay, let's take a look at retirement accounts and the risk of ignoring them. Okay, if you've contributed to something like an IRA, individual retirement account, or a 401k or any other defined contribution plan or account, um, to save for your retirement, you've likely invested in assets that are invested or have exposure to the stock market. And, and firstly, this is not a bad thing. Okay, it's not a bad thing at all. The stock market has its benefits, especially in terms of, of long-term appreciation, long-term growth for retirement, uh, especially if you, you have many years still or even decades until you decide to retire. But that obviously doesn't come without its drawbacks, right? There's a pro and con to everything. So if you are in Generation X and you're thinking about retirement today, starting to plan for that, uh, it's important to understand what all those drawbacks are. So let's quickly refresh and just kind of cover the basics of retirement accounts and, and how they work before kind of getting into the risks of not you know, tweaking or adjusting our accounts uh, over time. Okay, so as far as IRAs go, they have an annual contribution limit. These are limits that tend to change every year. The IRS every year um, will, will adjust these. And just recently, we're in January of 2024. Now we're into the new year and they increased limits. Uh, so anybody under the age of 50 can contribute up to $7,000 annually. If you are over 50, you get an extra thousand that you can contribute as, as almost a catch up. Um, so you can contribute 8,000 if you are over 50 years old, okay? kind of shifting to 401ks. 401ks also have an annual contribution limit that does change and tends to go up over time, um, but this limit is much higher. So remember 401ks or any 400 series uh, you know, defined contribution plan is tied to your employer. And so the benefit here is you can contribute generally much more than an IRA or something that's outside of your employer. So uh, with a 401k, or something similar, it is a, a maximum contribution of 23000 Okay, that's the new amount in 2024. It just went up. And that also has a catch-up. When you get over 50, that increases to $30,500. So you notice these thresholds, these uh, contribution limits are much higher than they would be with an IRA. So IRAs and 401ks come in two different types. And it has to do with the way that it's taxed, the taxation. So IRAs and 401ks each have a traditional option, right? Traditional IRA or traditional 401k or a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k. So we'll kind of go over that real quick. Uh, traditional IRAs, again, they allow you to deduct your contributions from your current year's income. So essentially you're, you're paying income tax later in retirement, all of it's kind of tax deferred, and you get to deduct that from your annual income that year, right? You, you get taxed at the tax rate in retirement. So defer tax now, pay it later at a later income tax rate, which is hopefully lower. Okay, that's the goal. Roth IRAs, okay, Roth IRAs allow you to contribute your, uh, or I'm sorry, allow you to withdraw tax-free, okay? All of the growth and all the withdrawals with a Roth IRA 
um, in retirement are free of tax, okay? But the contributions, while you're putting it in, aren't deducted, are not deducted from your income. Um, so essentially in this scenario, you pay the tax now, you pay it ahead of time, as opposed to paying it later with the traditional, okay? So income limitations. Roth IRAs, they do, while they're powerful and, and can be very helpful in retirement, um, they do have some limits, okay, with in terms of income. It's possible to make too much money and kind of be phased out of Roth IRA contributions. Uh, those income limits get, again, refreshed each year. You're kind of seeing a theme here. The IRS will, will give us new numbers, new limitations, uh, new maximums. So if your income limit's too high and you're contributing to a Roth IRA, you could be penalized if you don't kind of fix that issue. And there's ways to kind of correct it, um, you know, prior to, before you get penalized. Um, but it's one thing to kind of keep in mind, okay? For all qualified accounts, uh, one thing to be aware of, if you're on the younger end of Generation X, all retirement account withdrawals before age 59 and a half are subject to a 10% fee. So we want to make sure that if we're drawing on these accounts, uh, especially if it's traditional, you're going to pay taxes on it anyway. We want to make sure that we're not adding on an extra 10% penalty if we're pulling it too early, if we're not 59 and a half yet. Okay, so something to keep in mind. So what do retirement accounts actually hold in them? Okay, just as a review, uh, they generally have stocks, bonds, money market accounts, mutual funds, uh, or ETFs, exchange traded funds. Okay, these are all common holdings that you're going to find in these retirement accounts. Now in an IRA or a self-directed account, uh, you have much more control over the investments within your account, right? In a 401k, on the flip side, uh, it's an employer-sponsored account, right? Remember, these are tied to an employer. As you're accumulating uh, these accounts, you're working with an employer. It's kind of deducted uh, from a paycheck, right? You're contributing uh, each paycheck. These investments are usually managed by an outside company, so you have less control. And even though it's professionally managed, it's often very, very generalized in terms of um, the portfolio composition. So... With these 401k employer-sponsored funds or plans, they often use target date funds. So what that means is it's not necessarily individualized for your goals, your needs, okay? The way a target date fund generally works is, you know, let's say I'm looking at two different target date funds. One target date fund is 2048, okay? Got a long time from now, it's 2024 currently. Um, that's years down the road. That 2048 target date fund might be set up in a way that's you know, much more aggressive, meaning more stocks and equities and less bonds. If I'm conversely looking at a target date fund for, let's say, a few years out, let's say 2028, it's much closer, shorter time horizon. It's going to be a lot more conservative, okay? probably comprised of more bonds and much less stocks and equities. So uh, what happens if you never adjust your holdings as you get closer to retirement? You know, a lot of people, they'll make contributions and they're really good about contributing to these retirement accounts, you know, without question, you know, especially if there's an employer match, right? A lot of companies will offer uh, a match of up to 3% or, or 4%. And, and that's great. People are very excited. Okay, I'll, I'll do the match. I'll make sure that, you know, my employer is matching me. And that's great. And they don't even think about it. But when it comes time to adjust as you get closer to retirement, 
your investment strategy should change too. So when you're just starting out, again, as I mentioned, your, your strategy is likely aggressive, right? If my target date fund's 2046, I got a lot of time to make up any potential losses that the market might have. Uh, the stock market might experience some dips or some drops or some catastrophic events that you know we've all heard of 2008 and kind of what happened there. If I have a longer time horizon, I've got time to make some of that up. Well, it doesn't feel good when it happens, you know, it's it's not the end of the world. So, if you've never touched, you know, the your investment strategy since you started and you're nearing retirement, it's possible you could be taking on too much risk as a result. And, you know, you could stand to lose a significant portion of your portfolio if the market does have a downturn like that. Um, with little to no time to, to recover from that downturn. So that's kind of the, the thing we want to be cognizant of. So what options do people have to optimize their retirement account holdings when they're getting ready to transition to retirement? Okay, first of all, uh, if you have control over your investments, you know, consider rebalancing them. Uh, maybe make them more stable or, or look to get some more income-focused assets. Uh, maybe some dividend stocks, some blue-chip dividend payers, um, and these are stocks that, you know, for years have consistently kicked out dividends to their shareholders or even something like bonds. I kind of mentioned this before as a I'm going to use a target date fund example again, as we're getting closer to retirement, if my target date is, you know, a few years out, it's going to be comprised of a lot more bonds that are generally seen as um, as safer and less aggressive, less risky uh, investment. OK, or even the optional annuity, okay? Sometimes it's worth looking into certain types of annuities, okay? Not all annuities are created equal, but it may fit in someone's portfolio um, and it may meet someone's specific needs. And there's definitely pros and cons to that as well as there is with any investment, but that may be a way to kind of take some of the risk off the table in terms of your whole portfolio uh, composition. So if you have a 401k, or an employer-sponsored account, check to see if your holdings are in a target date fund and make sure it's in a target date fund that accurately reflects your your timeline, right? your goals. Make sure it's aligned with when you plan to retire. If you're looking for a larger change, you do have some options as well. Okay, You can consider uh, maybe an account rollover to a different type of account, one that you can maybe manage a little bit better, have more hands-on, uh, more control, whether that's on your own in, in an IRA, an individual IRA, um, or you can work or partner with a financial advisor who can assist you, but still has some, some more control over those accounts as opposed to leaving it with a 401k uh, employer-sponsored you know, management companies looking over those investments for you. It's also worth looking into, as I said, these rollovers. Um, if you're still working and you're over that age of 59 and a half, that magic age, uh, but you do want some more control, you can look and, and see, you know, not all plans offer uh, a rollover, but it's worth asking if you want to kind of take some of that 401k accumulation and have some, some more uh, control over it. Okay. So it's worth looking into, to seeing if your plan even allows for that. Okay. So how do you know that your investments are properly aligned with your goals? Well, the first thing is risk tolerance. Everybody says the term risk tolerance. Um, one of the things that, that we like to do and, and do frequently too, both with new clients um, or prospects, but 
also our current clients. You know, it's important to do a risk tolerance assessment. And there's a couple ways to do that. One simple way is, you know, go through a series of questions. And depending on the answer that you give to each of these questions, um, you can kind of figure out, you know, what your risk is. Um, so some of the things you might ask yourself are, you know, how many years until I plan to start re retire or using these retirement accounts as income? How many years until I start withdrawing? Is it less than a year? A few years? Is it 10 or more? So the time frame really matters. Uh, when will I need to start taking this money out? Um, and that's going to be key to understanding what your risk tolerance actually is. Okay, something else to ask is, you know, what's more important, the protecting my portfolio or, you know, swinging for higher returns? Everybody loves to get high returns, but with that inherently comes more risk. So you got to ask yourself, are you willing to take the consequences of a loss in order to maximize some of those returns that we're seeking? Are you concerned about losses or, you know, while trying to maximize returns or is it just all about avoiding all losses? Maybe you don't want to lose a dime. The answer to these questions is, is paramount, really, to understanding you know, not only what your risk tolerance is, but also how you should be invested in terms of your portfolio. Another question, what are your annual income expectations prior to retirement, right? Before you retire, is your income you know, expected to stay the same, increase or grow a little bit, decrease, decrease a lot? So understanding your income level too is another big piece um, of finding out you know, how much you can afford to risk while aiming to achieve some of those returns that you're hoping for. It also helps you better understand you know, how much income you might uh, expect or might need to replace. So retirement for Generation X definitely looks a little bit different than it did for previous generations. You know, baby boomers, when you think about it, uh, they had relatively more access to pensions uh, than your generation does. If you find yourself in this group of, of pre-retirees in Generation X, you know, pensions are, are like gold these days and, you know, less and less companies are offering them. So it's going to look a little bit different, but these are all questions and, and things that a financial advisor can assist you with. Okay. And things like this, it can be so powerful to have the help of an advisor to kind of navigate some of these unique financial environments. I feel that Every few years is a new, unique financial environment we've never seen before, and it's always changing. And there's so many different hoops that come with kind of stepping away from the workforce. But just know that you know there's a lot of fiduciaries out there that that uh, you know love helping clients with this, and it's what they do every day. So you know we're excited to to work with our current clients and and new clients as well, uh, kind of navigate these environments um, as they get ready to retire. So whether you're thinking about how to reduce your costs or how to support your new retirement lifestyle. You'd be surprised. You probably have more options than you think in terms of how to plan, how to prep, how to adjust my current retirement accounts. So again, we're just barely scratching the surface with today's podcast, but I hope that it at least gives our Generation X listeners uh, some food for thought and some things to certainly be aware of as you're getting ready. Uh, you're heading towards that goal of retirement and really the goal of any fiduciary is to help you take advantage of this opportunity to achieve what you've worked your entire working life for and to give you the peace of mind that you don't have to do it by yourself. You don't have to make all these huge decisions on your own. So if anything you heard resonated with you today, if you have comments, questions, uh, or you want to dive deeper into your particular situation, 
always feel free to shoot us an email. Again, you can reach us at ask at bullmanwealth.com, A-S-K at bullmanwealth.com. I want to thank you all again for listening. Whether you're coming from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast platform, we do appreciate you taking the time to join us. Uh, We really appreciate your reviews, your feedback, and your time. So um, again, thank you so much. Please join us next time on Your Financial Compass. This has been your host, Marcos Lemus, with the Bowman Wealth Group. See you next time. Take care. The following content is for information purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decisions, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or an indication of future results. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires a review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and possible loss of capital. Opinions expressed are solely those of Bowman Wealth Group and our editorial staff. The information contained in this material has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed accuracy and completeness, and does not purport to be a complete analysis of the material discussed. Any statements or opinions expressed should in no way be construed or interpreted as solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of any state other than the states were otherwise legally permitted. Advisory services are offered through Chris Bowman, Inc., DBA Bowman Wealth Group. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Insurance products and services are offered and sold through Chris Bowman, Inc., DBA BWG Insurance Agency.